You're listening to Uprising, the Rebuilt Student Podcast. Youth ministry isn't easy, and you don't have much time. That's why this is a car ride's worth of content to help you reimagine, revive, and rebuild youth ministry. Welcome to Uprising, the Rebuilt Student Podcast. I am Allie, your host, and I am here with Daniel today to kick off our new series, Your Values Are Showing. But before we kick off that car ride's worth of content, as always, Daniel, I want to know, what are you loving? Usually when we share what we're loving, Allie, you know that I always say I don't really like to give away what time of year we're recording things, but we're going to totally give it away today. (laughs) So it is Christmas time. And there's a lot of things to love in Christmas. Yeah, you've got to give it away if it's Christmas time. Yeah. And if you're listening to this and it's way later in the year, just remember how great Christmas is. <laughs> so I'm loving our devotional that our teens are writing or have been mm-hmm. writing the mm-hmm. last couple of weeks. We asked them, we're doing a series on worship with our students during Advent, and we asked them to reflect on a song each day. So our student leaders wrote a little reflection on different music and how they use it in their worship. And then we compiled it into a devotional and we printed them. We're going to post them on Instagram so that people can check in with our social media. And we also have a text option if they want to get a little piece of it by text message. So lots of ways to access it. I've been enjoying reading them. Mm -hmm. And it's just a fun little celebration for Christmas. Yeah, it's been awesome. And I love that our teens, our student leadership teams took that into their own hands and wrote those. It's really awesome. So I'm loving that too. But even more so, we are very in line with what we're loving today because I'm going to give away also that we are in Advent and talk about a devotional, but a different one than our students. Mm -hmm. I have been reading, Daniel and I were both actually gifted a devotional from one of our ministers and it's an Advent devotional from Max Lucado. It's called In the Manger. And I love Max Lucado. If you haven't heard of him, go do yourself a favor and look him up because he is a beautiful Catholic writer. And he's not Catholic. He's Christian, but he's still great. Oh, okay. (laughs) Beautiful Christian writer. Thank you for that. Um, And I just love everything he writes, but this devotional in particular has just a beautiful perspective of the Christmas story. And I look forward to reading it every morning. So I have been loving that Max Lucado in the manger Advent devotional. So Those are what we are loving today, and I'm also loving that we are jumping into a brand new series. This series is going to be called Your Values Are Showing. It is going to be all about us sharing our values and the strategy that goes along with those values. We just kind of restructured things around here at Nativity. We are combining kids and student ministry to form a full next generation ministry you know kids and students have always worked closely together just they go hand in hand but this is us just trying to take that next step to create a continuous and harmonious flow from the ages of six weeks to 18 years old here at nativity throughout our programs intertwining the sacraments and all of that and just watching that develop so The goal of our next generation ministry overall is to encourage families to be engaged on a regular weekly basis. And with this kind of transition for us, it was just an opportunity to really clarify our values and nail them down a little bit more. So that's why we thought it would be a great time to talk all about values for the next couple of episodes. Um, In case you aren't aware you guys don't have values we're going to get really down to the nitty-gritty if you haven't identified specific values for your ministry we're going to help you do that but just to give you an overlook 
to start off, there are values that you write out that you decide that you want to focus on for your ministry. There are also accidental values. And those are things that unintentionally emerge in your culture, in your work, in your ministry, in the people who work for you. And those are not the values that you're striving for or focusing on. Those are just accidental. I think they're a great thing that you need to identify and be aware of too. We're going to be jumping in a little bit more to um, the actual values that you choose and intentionally plan for your ministry. Just as an example to help you clarify, Daniel and I were talking about this the other day, but one of our accidental values here at Nativity is that we tend to not take a lunch break. We tend to work through lunch, most of our staff across the board. So that's an accidental value that's just occurred in our workplace that we work through lunch. So that'll be a little intro, but we want to be naming and living our values not letting those values arise by accident, which is why it's important to clarify the accidental values versus your true values. So that's what we will be jumping into this series. Yeah. And during COVID, these strange times when everything seems to be out of whack, that's when your values really show because you know that your time is limited, your program is completely different. So it really reveals what your um, organization values. Values we really think um, guide our work, and we want to be a values-based ministry. We don't want to be a rules-based ministry. So as we build our volunteer teams by recruiting and inspiring and equipping quality people, we want to prepare those people for whatever situations they're going to encounter. And that's tough to do, but that's where values can really come into play. The environment that we want to focus on Um, really prizes relationships over rules, but we need something to guide that work that we're doing. And that's values. For most workplaces, that something that guides the work is policies and procedures. And there's a place for those. We need them. But we want our ministers to be given license to think for themselves, to go beyond policies and procedures, and to be able to process and problem solve. Same thing for our teens, too. We talk about this a lot. Um, but to not just follow the rules that we give them. That's why we want to be a values-based culture, not a rules-based culture. We don't want to teach people what to think, but how to think so that they can respond to any situation, teens and ministers. So our ministry teams really are the carriers of our values and our culture. Something becomes a value when it goes from what we do to who we are, from what we do to how we think. So that's really the genesis of our values. They're guiding principles that inform us how we should respond without the prescription of exactly what to do. All right. So Allie. Yes. I'm going to quiz you. Oh gosh. Don't look because <laughs> I know the answers in front of you. See how well you know. Okay. We have six values as a church. Goodness. They were up on our wall. Let's see how many. They are up on our wall. We're not in the office name. right okay, now. Okay. I'll, I'll not look either and let's see how many we can name. You go first. Okay. Simple. Simple as one. Yep. We're not that smart. We're not that smart. That's a good. We have a little tagline for each one of these. (laughs) Uh, Another one that we have is committed. Yes. Committed. I wouldn't have remembered that one. Committed (laughs) is dedicated to the greater good. Adaptability. Mm -hmm. Adaptable. Keep calm and carry on. Adaptable. Which has a cool, cool story behind the, um, that phrase, keep calm and carry on. You should look it up sometime. It's interesting. Maybe I'll share that on a future podcast. All right. So we have simple, committed, adaptable with three left, right? Um, growth oriented. Growth oriented. That's good. And that's four. Go, deeper, go deeper, go wider. Go wider. 
Um, excellence. Excellence. What's the tagline for excellence, that Excellence. Uh, outstanding fitness for a greater purpose. Yeah, I would not have remembered that tagline. <laughs> that's, the, that's the most <laughs> difficult tagline, I think. And, and then the hospitality. Yes. That's the latest one we added. Yep. So simple, excellent, committed, adaptable, growth-oriented, and hospitality. Those are our six values as a parish, but we want to nail down the values within next-gen ministry for kids and students. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So here is why we value values at Nativity. They empower people to own decisions and situations more than policies and procedures. Just like Daniel was saying, we don't want to teach people what to think. We want to teach them how to think. And we really believe that values empower people to be able to do that. At Chick-fil-A, um, team members are given permission during each shift that they work to offer a free meal to a customer who seems like they need a lift. At Southwest, flight attendants are taught that proactive humor lightens the mood for the somewhat stressful task of flying so that tense situations are often prevented from happening. Here at Nativity, we want our ministers to look for ways to wow people with hospitality, especially Tim and his family, so that they know how much we care about them and want them to be a part of our community. You know, that's Timonium, Tim. Just yes, in I was case about to you're say, a new listener. Go, yes, if you're a new listener, you can go back. We've talked about Timonium, Tim, and Timonium, Timmy, which is our student ministry version of the local audience that we've kind of made a character of here at Nativity. So you can go back to our previous podcast and listen all about that. But we um, can't tell our ministers exactly what the person in front of them is going to need. Nobody really knows that when someone just walks in the door, but we can build a value of hospitality so that our ministers can recognize what the person needs and be given the license to give it to them. When we ask people to do something, we try to make it as simple as possible while not confusing simple with easy necessarily. Those are two different things, but we want to make it simple so that it's doable. Our staff and volunteers understand the commitment we ask of them and they are dedicated to their work. We're adaptable to the moment and the person in front of us. We're always looking to grow in number and in faith in reaching more people and in going deeper with the people we serve. So those values need to be communicated over and over. As we said, they are on the wall in our office so that it's a reminder to us. We present them at Cornerstone dinners, which back when we were all able to gather largely together, that's when all of our ministers um, would come together for a dinner where we can just pour into them and reiterate these values. And we speak on them Sunday mornings in team huddles before ministry begins. They're celebrated on Mondays with our wins from the weekend when we have our wins meeting as a staff. As the values are instilled, people grow as they serve. Our people are equipped, inspired, and renewed because of our values. So that's as a larger church, and we're going to nail down the values within student and kids ministries within our next gen um, in the next episode. But we just wanted to give an overview of why values are so valuable and why we are doing it during this time. Um, so values really, they can come across as buzzwords sometimes, and that's not what we're after. They're not just words that you put on a lanyard or you come up with a few things. I saw this list of, of them the other day that was from um, Enron, who got in so much trouble in, in Houston. They had a great list of values, but they didn't live any of them. They were just buzzwords. It was yep. integrity mm -hmm. was one of them, and oh, they were cheating yes. all of their investors. So 
it's not just a list of words. You have to mm -hmm. really nail down what the values are. And you're probably living some of them anyway. We all have values, but like Ali said at the beginning, some of them are accidental. We want to be more intentional. A great rule of thumb is that a value should be something that not everyone agrees with. Because if everyone agrees with you, it's not really a defining characteristic mm -hmm. for your organization. So instead, look for things that some people would find a little bit surprising. Patrick Lencioni has a couple of business books that we really love, and he's a friend of ours. But he has a value that one organization used. He's a business consultant at heart. And the value was pick up the broom. And the idea was that all team members naturally cheerfully contribute to even the most basic tasks, even senior management, pick up mm -hmm. the broom. Another person named Colin Harmon, I don't really know who that is, but he does something similar. All team <laughs> members are on the toilet cleaning rosters in his cafes. So uh, if this is offensive to like senior staff, then that's not the workplace for them, mm -hmm. but that's the cultural environment that they have. Another is um, Steve Jobs. He had the idea of varnishing the back of the dresser. Sounds like mm -hmm. a little bit of a funny phrase, but it's going the extra mile to perfect even the details that customers won't see. And you can see that in the quality of Mac products mm -hmm. or Apple products. I so this, these values um, can be kind of polarizing to people. Some get it. Some point out that it's inefficient or that, it, you know, in Steve Jobs case, that it's expensive to do it mm -hmm. that way. But on the flip side of it, you look at some organizations and they really struggle to instill values. The Cincinnati Bengals um, are not a team that's real well known in the NFL for having great <laughs> values, partly because an accidental value for them is that they value talent over character. Mm. There's a guy who played for them, Vontae's perfect. Uh, and he played for them for a number of years and he would miss a few games through suspension every year. Um, he went off and would really mean to hurt people on the football field. And so he'd get suspended, but he was such a talented football player that the Cincinnati Bengals tolerated it because the value for them was talent over their character. Mm -hmm. Values can really be seen in who you hire and who you fire, whether that's staff members or volunteer ministers. Yeah, absolutely. So that is a good little overview and intro to values. As Daniel said, next time we'll tell you more about our next generation values specifically, and then move toward how we generate outcomes and a master plan for every age and every stage. But as always, we like to end with one bright idea. So this one for you is to brainstorm your current values. What are your accidental and intentional values that your people and culture are communicating so that's our one bright idea thank you for joining us for this car rides worth of content we love you very much and we'll see you next time